When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, guys. It's Wingman Barney, the relationship expert from dating website Cupid.com. I'm here to help you get the dates you want while dating online. Today, I'll help you to choose the best photos for your online dating profile to get women's attention. When it comes to your profile photos, bathroom selfies are a big no. Women aren't interested in looking at your toilet. But even without your charming toilet in the pic, selfies are best avoided. Use photos that show that you're an interesting person, that you have hobbies, photos that show you have a life. Studies have revealed it works well with women. It's also important to remember that your main profile picture should be close enough that women can see your face and eyes. Women like to know what they get, but not to see you naked or flexing your muscles and showing your abs. You'll come across as narcissistic or self-absorbed. Lastly, it's better to choose a picture taken outside. Women like a combination of a man and nature. I'm Wingman Barney from Cupid.com. Register at Cupid.com to use all the tips from today. Use your personal promo code ASKWOMEN to get a 50% discount and get the dates you want. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. We get real advice straight from the source. Women. I am Kristen Carney, one of your hosts, a comedian, etc. here with Marnie Kinris. She is the owner of WingGirlMethod.com. Check it out. We also have Voice of Man in studio, who's actually in studio, Adam Galad. Hey, you're so good at what you do. That's why we have you back all the time. too good at what I do. Almost too good. Well, maybe actually too good. We'll find out. So good, I'm, I feel inferior. And that's, that's never a good really? thing. No. That's the first principle of relationship. Is it? Feeling the, the inferior? Totally. I would succeed at all relationships then because that is one consistent so in my life. Oh. I wanted to announce something, but I'm not sure if I already announced it, but I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Woohoo! That's amazing. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I was very proud of That's it. That's awesome. I hit 82. Awesome. Amazing. Like six months ago, and it hasn't moved since. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you, everybody. You're welcome. So how can they find you on YouTube if you uh, want even more subscribers? YouTube.com slash, I think it's Marnie Kinris, to be honest. Because all these things really? that are it's so old. Like, even like my Skype is like wingirls145 at yahoo.com. Like, yeah. They're like, it's from when I first started and knew nothing about the internet or how to choose things properly for a brand. So a lot of these things are... You know, weird and strange and... And Kinris is K-I-N-R-Y-S. Yes. Still? Oh God, don't, don't look me up. When we first met, so we first met going through askmen.com. Yep. And uh, Peter, a guy that works there, he had Marnie uh, in the email as Marnie Kindress. Something K-I-N-D-R-E-S-S. Like that. So I always thought your name was Kindress for yeah. the longest time. I He called me something else for a while. He would always like still write, oh, this is Marnie Kind like introducing me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's not my fucking last name. Right, right. Asshole. You've known me for seven years. (laughs) Stop doing that. So we're talking about online stuff today. Yeah. Um, And I have some, I've been, so basically last week when we were here, I didn't really talk about it on the air, but I talked about it probably the the week before, but I got my heart broken a bit. Yeah. And so what I did to, what I am doing and what I did to try to get through it was just go on a Tinder and Bumble binge. Nice. I have about like a hundred chats, like just... I don't even care. Just talk to me. I need some sort of distraction. If you're semi-cute, I'm into it, whatever. And what I've noticed is 
all these guys don't make the move to ask me to go out. And it's like, what are you doing? Because first of all, Bumble, the women have to ask or have to speak first, which I'm already now driving the train. Now I want you to take the train for me once I've opened up the door and ask me to hang out. And I've been the one initiating like, so let's get whatever. And the guys are. They're probably doing the same thing, trying to get over their heartbreak. They're like, I just want to talk to somebody. I know. But then I noticed the same thing on Tinder, even though you both can start chatting together at the same time, you know, the guy can start, the girl can start. They're also not really initiating the hanging out. It's like everyone. And I'm. I'm now agreeing with these stupid Tinder profiles that I'm seeing that say, not looking for a texting buddy, because I, I love texting, and I am always looking for a texting buddy, but now I have a hundred of them, and I'm yeah, you a don't little want them. overwhelmed. Well, no, wait, I, when I is the appropriate time to ask out? Like, How do you know when it's the good time to ask out? Um, I feel like once you get about 10 minutes into a legit chat, that's a good time. When is too soon? Like, have you guys, have you had guys say it too soon? And you're like, uh. Well, I think I said it too soon to a guy and he un- unmatched me. Right. Which wow. I mentioned to you guys last week. And she stalked him on Facebook. <laughs> no, no, I or, want to, okay. but I'm not, I'm not going to. So I had a good banter going with this guy. The streets. Fuck Facebook. I know, I, I know, but I don't ever see guys on the street that I'm attracted to, to be honest with you. It's like, what's great about Tinder and Bumble is that I feel like I'm guy shopping. Y- you are. Like, I go into a store, like. It's like Forever 21, like there's some shit. Man meat And there's some cute things. There's some gems that you can find. Yeah, oh, but this you looks really, like it's $100. Right, but you really have to hunt yes. to it's find like those. It's like Amazon Prime now, isn't it? I mean, it's just like, you know, click, 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 click. click no, because it doesn't get delivered in two days. That's right. the solution, the three of us. We need to start a business. I know, Tinder right? Prime. Tinder Prime, we oh actually God, deliver yes. the fucking yeah, guy to your door. Yeah, you only get a limit yeah. of 10 messages <laughs> back and before forth. Before you can ask. Before you're done. You're, if you don't do anything afterwards, you stop. That's a great idea. You never see that person again. And within 24 hours, he'll come in Someone's going to steal our idea. I know, seriously. This is hours, the moneymaker. Mm-hmm. He'll come in a box or you know, come in your box. Either right, way, exactly. they'll deliver dressed, to your house. Dress like they send the clothes in the box now. Yeah. You can actually right. combine because people who bought this man also bought these clothes <laughs> and this cologne and these condoms. Right. Stop and giving come ideas and you to might, people. And there you are might smart like this people guy. listening to this show who are totally going to steal us. And if right. they don't give us credit, then they can stop listening to this show. Then we can sue them because we have yes. it on air. Exactly. That's true. On yeah. record. Copyright. What is the date too. today? She is smart. I have no idea. The 18th. August 17th. This is when it's being said so if you started afterwards you're stealing from us anyway but what when is too soon to ask well apparently else? with this guy that i clearly scared away no i'm gonna say it was probably too soon so we had it was like once a day we'd have like two back and forth lines it wasn't like we had this consistent chat and so i think by like the fourth day but that means we're only online what like 10 or something i'm really bad at math. yeah <laughs> then <laughs> eight a hundred. Two back and forth for four days. Two times four, eight. And so I forwardly went, because he made a joke, and he said something like, because I was doing stand-up, and he was, so I said, oh, there's so many. I, I made a comment, and he tried to act like the audience was t- Bumble. Right. So he's like, so did the audience not show up? Which was clever and cute. Like, he was very clever. And then I said... And I was now hinting back at him, and I thought this was my opportune time because now it had been several days of the slow back and forth. Yep. I said, um, how can the audience not show up if the audience hasn't even asked me to hang out yet? And I put it in capital letters. And I thought it was funny. And he knows I'm a comedian. Right. And he just wrote, I don't get it. It gets lost on text. Yeah, he goes, I don't get Humor it. Off, it gets lost. And then I was like, sorry, I had like energy from this from doing stand up just now. I just was kidding and trying to get you to ask me to hang out. Unmatched. Wow. He unmatched me. Good. 
Get rid I of mean, him. why? Because who needs him? I mean, he's, I know, but he because was because really he may just funny be tr- but and he cute. He may be trying he, to get over a breakup as well. He didn't want anything. In and he wasn't life. curious about who you are. Right. He didn't want to meet you. Right. Yeah. But now I do. I want to like go find him on Facebook and, and be like, punch him in the by face. the way, I'm actually really cool. And you shouldn't have unmatched me, but he'd be like, "Well, you just sought me out on Facebook, so clearly you're crazy, right?" But like, but I'm not. I'm just. I really no, want but to I ask no, because if you stalk him, you wouldn't be crazy at all. Right. Not at all, exactly. But, and I did tell him that I found. But his now, website. do you understand <laughs> the other side? <laughs> but now it's so funny that you're getting to see like where all of our guys are kind of like you do. You do want to do dude, crazy things when your dude, ego is hurt. Totally. Yeah. When I was dating online, I actually had friends who lived in secure buildings. You know, I never thought I live in a house. I like living in a house. I like the space. I like my yard and all that stuff. Yeah. But. You know, eh, there was a time where I'm like, maybe I should move into a, a doorman building. apartment yeah. building because people be crazy. Yeah. I had people coming in my windows at night. Not people. Mm, once. No. Yeah. People come in my window at night. Yeah. Uh-huh. And say what? Did Why they... didn't you write me back? Uh, they, well, in that case, they said, <laughs> Why'd you who's, unmatch who's that me? woman in your bed? <laughs> yeah. That was a rough one. Wow. That was a tough one. This asshole didn't write me back, bitch. Like, like the, he's going to do the same thing to you. Yeah. But what? Really? Yeah. What are you wow. doing online that's getting this to happen? But okay, wait, clearly before, some we'll powerful things. So we well, listen, talk first about. of all, guys are listening, so let's yeah. clear some stuff up. Um, so this is something I've been teaching since two thousand and five, mm-hmm. two thousand four. Because for guys, people don't know who I am. You know, I had no idea how to date. I was married till thirty nine, suddenly single, confident shot. What uh, age were you married? Uh, Twenty three. Don't oh, wow. do that wow. if you're listening. I know, guys. Number come one. on, people. Right. So I was single. I'd never been to bars. I really hadn't socialized. I was all about, you know, my kids and my family and all that. And I had no idea how to meet women. Um, I'm a writer. Emmy nominated producer, screenwriter, taught poetry, language, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Say that 10 times now. I know (laughs) language. The audience knows that. Well, if they don't know me. Okay. (laughs) So I'm I'm really good with language. So that was my one skill. So I started looking at profiles and I realized that nobody knew how to communicate. Like men didn't know how to communicate what we now call their heart, their spine, right? A sense of inspiration, something that's cool about them that makes them Admirable, not impressive, but admirable as a man. Yeah. You know, that they actually love somebody, their aunt, their sister, their mother, their dog, something. Show that you have love in your life. And women didn't know how to write to men either. So that's why I got into this whole crazy business because I wrote a book about, hey, here's how to write a profile to actually wake up a woman to the cool guy you are, to the great guy you are. But, but how does somebody do this if they're not a wordsmith like you? Well, they read without, my book. Without copying. Yeah. Well, they read my book or they can just go, you know, one thing we always recommend, get a hot chick picture for guys. And make a profile. I know it sounds like back. No, I tell people to do that. Yeah, too. Wait, just what? research. Get a hot chick picture of yourself. Create a profile hot as chick a woman. Picture, what's, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Go I'll online draw, as a one. woman and see what these guys are writing, and see what men write, and see what just what women hear all the time. Yeah. yeah. And my lady, when I met her, the first thing on our second date, I opened up. We opened up her profile on her couch, and like, bam, 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 bam. In came the guys, and they all said the same thing. Hey, what's up? Pretty smile. You're cute. You're fucking boring bullshit. I know. And a good-looking woman's going to hear that all day long. So let's go back to what you said because I think it's really important. When when is it right to ask for a date? First of all, don't ask for a date. I always teach men, state the date. Like, state it. I like you. So as soon as there's a spark of some humor or something touching, I like you. I want to take you out. I'm free Friday night at 7 o'clock. There's, and here's the really fun part, guys, because women generally like a man who has direction, right? Who actually yeah. set direction. So when I was dating around, like one thing, I would know all these different things. Do you like chocolate? Yes. I know the best chocolate martini bar in L.A. I want to take you out for chocolate martinis. Yeah. Right? It was, used to be I across love, the I love like nodding her head. She's like, yes. Oh, yeah. chocolate? I like uh, it. I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went there once. Belgian chocolate martinis. Mm-hmm. And guys, you can't miss pretty much taking a girl for a Belgian chocolate martini. It's just romantic. It's sexy. It's delicious. The point is, state it. Say, hey, I like you. Say it. Take the risk. I like you. You're fun. This feels really good. I'm free next Thursday. I'd like to take you out at 7. 
and then wait for a response. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Don't hang out. Don't say, hey, do you want to hang out? Do you want to chill? Have a fucking plan. Man with a plan is sexy, right? If a guy said that to you, hey, you're funny. I like you. You seem really genuine. I want to take you out to a great dinner. I want to take you out for drinks. At Let's, the go to Let's go to a comedy show. Let's go to a comedy show. Actually, I am, I'm actually speaking to an English gentleman yes. right now. Oh, with a top hat? dear God, so sexy. So he's sending me um, like Facebook voice memo oh, type his, things. Oh, with a sexy English voice? Oh, Hello. my God. I want to like play it. I want, no, I want to play one. Play um, it. I'll find it in a second. But um, he wanted to take me out for comedy. And so funny. I found a way around it. I was like, well, luckily the show he wanted to go to was sold out. And so I was like, drinks for me is great. Like, yeah. I don't need co- more comedy. I don't need laughter in my life. No, I have enough of it. <laughs> yeah. Because I look at myself in the mirror and yeah. laugh oh. and cry. But anyway, yes. Sorry, continue. I had to break into that, and I'm going to find his voice. So, like, give give me a little bit of a template for writing this 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 profile. Oh, writing your own profile. You talked about that first, like expressing things and communicating in a better way. So, how how do you do all of these things without sounding like a girl? (laughs) Well, you don't sound like a girl. You um, first of all, women generally generally like a guy who's up to something in his life, right? Right. So, great example is I remember I helped a guy years ago. He um, he showed me his profile. And it says, I love to ride my bike, right? So I said, well, you sound like a three-year-old. Like, mm-hmm. but I the like fact, to ride my bike. I just got off training wheels. I like Guess hot what dogs. he does. Guess what he does. He organizes like these 50-mile marathons to raise money for cancer and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's amazing. I know. So that tells me eight things about him. <laughs> exactly. So if, you could t- if, you're, if you're doing anything in the world for anyone beyond yourself, hopefully yeah. you are, that's inspiring no. to women, that you're in service just- in some way. To somebody other than your dick and your ego. Yeah. So try to get that across in some kind of casual way. You do know. You, do you think that that's appealing to women who are between eighteen and twenty-two? Mm, not really. I have a big dick. I have a big car. I mean, isn't that? 18, but, wait, is that right? But like, <laughs> that's what, do you, what they want. Right? What, what, what do you say for guys to say that? Well, like, no, that's I what would, I'm doing right now. I've got okay. a huge schlong. Yeah. Hey, why not? If you got it, flaunt it. If you're between eighteen and twenty-two and you're a guy, what you want to do is talk about. Um, well, you got to be light and fun because people that age they just want to have fun. They I still experiment. think even at an older age you have to be light and I, fun because no, profiles agree, that's all that are too have. heavy. No, I agree. I swipe agree. left. I agree, but the but particularly for really young people, that's all they got. Really, when you're right. older, you should have fun and some right. depth and, and some right, gravity. Yeah. You know, right. especially if you're a man. Um, but when you're 18 to 22, absolutely fun. And I would also talk about like this is, there's a big difference between hope and action. All right. So one of the things I've corrected a lot of guys on, one day I hope to blah, blah, blah. It's such a turn I'm off, right? I'm doing this now. Right. I'm doing this. These are the steps I'm taking. You know, this is what turns me on. This is what I'm passionate about. You know, girls want to see that you're about something. But yeah, mostly they want to see that you're light, you're fun, and you're, and you're willing to take on life. Like you're really interested in life and you're going to bring women, young women, into out into world. adventure. Yeah, because they would like to come out and as, as a woman, right? Um, I'm sure you guys know. It's a scary world in some ways, and sometimes you want a guy to take you on these adventures that you wouldn't otherwise do. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's you know climbing a mountain or going to a swingers club, or did I say that? Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, just trying whatever new. You know, what what, what do you want people to ask you to do? Like, are you all, like? Oh well, not much. I want to go out and get a drink. I don't want to do some crazy activity. And actually, the Saturday I have a date with a guy, and we're going to the tar pits, and. Carpets? Would it smell farts? Right. right. <laughs> well, it's funny because he's a vegan. Another one, and I'm like, oh, geez. So I'm like, uh, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, Why don't you just say no. Are you well, on vegan dating? He said, he said, let's go to the tar pits and then go get ice cream. 
Okay. And I was like vegan ice cream. And then also it's funny because like at the tar pits, animals obviously thousands, uh, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of years ago or millions of years ago died very atrociously yeah, in the exactly. tar. And I'm like, well, we're going to go vegan. somewhere where, you know, animals, animals died. Let's watch that. Yeah. No, yeah. And he's he's yeah. like, well, I'll remind you that they die all the time. So this is just going to be consistent with. So it was just, it was kind of funny the way he played it, but yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to just go and get a drink. But I thought I've never done this before where I go and do an activity Right. With a guy, so I said yeah to it. But, but I would think it'd be fun. Like if somebody said to me, "I want to go to the batting cages" or "want to go see," yeah, but I want to just chit chat and want to see if I like their personality that I don't know about. The batting cages. All right, so I've got the English guy's okay, voice ready. All right, get ready, girls. Hey, here she is. How you doing, Tristan? Cheers mm. the request. Honestly, if you don't have an isn't that sexy? Fake one. Seriously, and then the next one. On the, okay, I'm. How dare you? That's not fake accent. That's how I talk. Uh. I was lying down on bed. Oh. I sound a bit tired and jaded. Anywho, yeah. I'll, oh my uh, God, I love him. I'll let you get some sleep. It is weird what an accent uh, will do. I'll speak to you soon. I'm watching, oh my God. I'm watching the show, uh, I think I talked about it last time, Heart of Dixie on Netflix. It's like the cheesiest yeah. show in the entire world. But there's this one episode with this guy who, I forget what he called it, but it was like a disease where you you develop an accent like <laughs> it's oh, a, I've, no i've read that before it's like a thing it's a thing where like something you get hit in the head and all of a sudden you have a british accent this yeah like it, it's from my <laughs> he had <laughs> horrible migraines and he suddenly has this accent and he's like i yes. still don't believe it but I, i've seen a bunch either, of stuff on but it. apparently it's true <laughs> and and the woman he's talking to works at like a doctor's office and she's like we can help you with these migraines so you don't have to have so this pain funny. and he said i don't want it because it's working <laughs> i love this voice people look at me differently yeah. they think I'm sophisticated because he's like this like you know country bumpkin yeah. without the accent because <laughs> he like does do something I grew up in Tennessee yeah you know something LA, about you know that LA I don't need, believe yes LA needs a, like where you hit your head and you uh, develop an income that right would be exactly. much more useful. oh my exactly. god I need to hit my head about it yeah exactly times. you and everyone in this city mm. right that's funny it's like love actually remember the guy who moves to America oh, yeah, yeah. so great when you are talking to somebody on tinder or bumble how do you let it be known that they've hit the point where you're suddenly open to being asked out? I'm engaging quickly. That's number one. Okay. Um, and I'm, I know for me, again, everyone knows listening if they've been listening. I like playfulness. So if I'm being very playful and responding very quickly, that means I'm into you. Good sign. If I'm giving you a response once every three days... Eh, I'm not totally... You're iffy un- and could be swayed. I'm iffy. I could be swayed if like the right thing was offered up or something but obviously I'm not really putting out the vibe to continue this but I don't I'm only really kind of engaging at that point every three days because I feel want I want to be polite right and they said something and I need to respond right so yeah the key is just definitely the response time but is there a too soon like let's say you are you're like oh I'm liking this banter and then he throws out like let's go grab a drink like what are you doing right now let's go grab a drink no I I would be into it you would be into it so like even at that point there is no too soon you would just be open to it yeah and I've heard this from my sister I've heard this from a lot of women that the most frustrating thing is that they do get into these pen pal relationships where you're having this like great love affair through messaging yeah, like back me and, and forth. British guy, oh my God, I don't even want to meet him because I just want to continue this voice love affair. <laughs> right. Because he'll send me, I woke up to one this morning and I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, it's Good Benedict morning, Cumberbatch Kristen. again. Oh, Has yeah. he asked you out? Yeah. Okay, it was one on Saturday. We don't, no, he's, so he's, uh, we don't have an exact night though because we were going to go to this show, this comedy show and that's not working. Right. It's because it's sold out. So, what comedy show was it? It was sold out. At UCB. Okay. So, oh. Facebook. Sure. Improv show. Gotcha. Um, but, 
And another example is this guy. Um, we had no banter whatsoever. I thought he was like kind of cute, so I swiped right. Um, but he did not create any sort of banter. He immediately asked me out. And I only said yes out of politeness because he was so persistent. Because we didn't have a banter back and forth. And he was just like, hey, how's your day today? And I, you know, okay. And I would respond a little while later. But he had asked several times. So I said, oh, I can't this week. I have like a friend in town, which I didn't. And then um, he followed up, hey, how is things with your friend? Um, I still would love to meet you. And well, so I basically kind of broke that felt me like down a little bit. Like from, from a woman's point of view, why why is that too soon? Like why? Because it's like, why are we getting a drink? We don't even have know you if don't... we have anything in common yet. Or yeah. if we How don't... do you know you like me? Like you drinking. just know I'm pretty. Right. Exactly. And so I don't like that. He has no idea who I am or what I'm about whatsoever unless, yeah. you know, he got everything from my stupid and profile. That happens a lot in person, too. So this one person that I was working with the other day, he would tell me about how he would meet women on the street. He would probably make them laugh like once or twice. And then he'd say, let's go for coffee. Or I'd like to get out on Thursday. And uh, he would say like nine out of ten times he wouldn't get that person following up. They wouldn't respond back over text. Uh, they Damn. wouldn't. What? She on her show? Yeah. Hey, you're hot. Okay, anyway. <laughs> she looks like someone who should be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching it lately. Shit. But, but for – and I said to him, well, you're not creating anything for her to latch on to. There's no connection right. Exactly, there. and I know that when people hear you have to make a connection, they're they're thinking like, oh, I had to share that like I I have like a dog that died a month ago, but it's not it's not about that. Can you actually speak to yeah, making latch on points and connection? Totally, points for any women? any way. Look, don't get too serious. Like you said, online it's become very flighty and and. Uh, and flaky. So what you want to do is just want to go with it right. rather than Let's try to get... Let's put this car down. Don't worry. You'll get reimbursed. <laughs> rather than being stupid... I got, I got I, I'm not getting the parking ticket. I'm not getting, I'm not getting I'm the parking ticket. This is the only validation I get on my parking ticket. So that's... I'm going to Right. But um, so so keep it light. Absolutely have fun. So like, for example, when I, a great one was a girl said to me, so yeah, we we're just texting. Uh, not just any girl, by the way. Uh, I married her. But she's like, right. one of her friends is so smooth talker, because she could tell, like, yeah, who are you? You're so smooth talker. How many girls are you dating right now? So I texted back three and a half. And she's like, three and a half? And I was just winging it at this point. I'm like, yeah, machete accident. But don't be sorry for me. I got the good half. You know, like that. Right. Just that's fucking have create, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's something that I'm looking for. Yeah. If you're not having fun and you're like, like I had someone I wrote to somebody. He was like, I love um, like any, I love like the 1940s. And I, I do too. I'm into like 1900 to like 1949 is like my thing. And he was right. talking about how, <laughs> I know sort it's so. Howitzers, atomic bombs, <laughs> yes. world wars, thing. genocides. Yes. I did not Depression. know this. <laughs> Who knew you were into that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had kind of the same thing. So I wrote to him and I was like, hey, I also love old timey things. And he immediately wrote back. Um, cool. What what sorts of hobbies do you have? Oh God! And I instantly am like, I'm out. Why? We're not in sixth grade. And I was right. like, um, my hobby. Like I just I just kind of told you something that I was into. We should have like connected over that for a few but minutes. Explain, yeah, and guys, explain what that looks like. What oh, does that yeah. actually look like? Well, he well he did say he said um, you know this restaurant whatever is great for bringing you back to that era. And then immediately got off of it. So if I and I responded, I said I've been there, love it, but I haven't been to the other one you mentioned. And then hint, he, hint, hint, yeah, like hint, hint. Jump on it, guys. I mean, that would have been too soon, but he could have been like, oh, they have awesome sandwiches there, and like the waitresses look like they're also from the nineteen twenties. From the nineteen twenties, the food is from the nineteen twenties. And then shied away from the guys. Look for the opportunity. See, I'm saying these things like, oh, great, the food is from the nineteen twenties. You know, right? It's a little stale, but you know, it's cheap. Yeah, have fun. Yes. Thank you. That's literally perfect. Instead yeah. of this, like, go to, what are your hobbies? I, I'm like, well, not talking to you. Right, exactly. Is one of them. No. 
And I do want to mention the guy um, that was very persistent that kept asking me out. We were supposed to go out last night. And so and he flaked. He flaked. <laughs> and so he's out. He's done. You know, it's like that's what I've realized is like you're on thin ice with people because you have so many options. Yeah, so yeah. Many. And so what happened was he said, um, how's how's tomorrow night? And I said, it's good. But then I shifted the time because I, I needed to work. And I said, I won't. It was like we were going to meet at like eight. And I said, how about nine? Or he asked for eight. I said, I can do nine. And so then he said, okay, well, I have like a buddy in town. I have to see if what he's what." In other words, he was fucking a girl at 10. Right. And so then I said, I said, actually, work's running late. How's 930? But it's still that night still was supposed to be reserved. And he was like, oh, I got to do something with my friend, um, but I'll hit you back. Because so many friends need you at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So can I tell you, as a guy, he had a girl lined up. It was his, it was his, uh, you know. Yeah. Does that make you like him more? No, it doesn't. And then he wrote to me this morning and was like, hey, sorry, I had to like check in with that friend. And I'm like, yes, that friend. I already, yeah. He's a vagina, by the way. But it's my friend. It's a very friendly vagina. Yeah. Yeah. So As most vaginas interesting. are interesting. In oh my god, they're the best. My besties, all vaginas. I want to get back to the connection portion because you had said that you guys, you and your wife now, yeah. had made a joke. How is that like a latch on point for her? So like, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna go back to first meetings with people and before asking them out. So that's what Tinder and Bumble is all about: the first meetings and then knowing when to ask them out. But for you, like when you would talk to women online or talk to women in real life, how do you know right. when you've made something that makes you memorable right. and that she's attracted and will say yes to an invite? Right. The the moment, like you look for that spark moment. So this, I'm doing Tony Robbins here. I'm snapping my fingers. Spark moment. Spark moment. You are now a fish. No. So you look for the spark moment. The spark moment could be a laugh, like something funny, like you've said something funny, mm-hmm. and she says something funny. Now, by the way, get to the phone. Like, fuck it. Whatever happened to like, hey, let's get out. Let's go jump on the phone. You sound great. Like, say that, guys. Say, you sound great. Why don't we jump on the phone? Right? See what oh, she that's says. That's your online. What? Yeah. Online. And so they can actually talk. So you look for the funny spark. Another spark could be if, um, you know, they say something really important about themselves, and the way you get a woman to say something important about themselves is to actually be genuinely curious about them. Now, it's really hard on Bumble or Tinder in the beginning to do that. Yeah. So you're not going to get into – sometimes it happens. You know, you can get into real deep discussion, you know, like you were in a deep place the other day. Um, so when you hit that, like, emotional point, whether, you know, the dog died or right. someone – like, they tell you what their big ambition is. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, you're a comedian. So you might say, you know, I'm a comedian. I do stand-up, but, like, I'm, I'm working on this one-woman show. I have this, this is really what I want to do. I would, as a guy, say – that's really fascinating. That's amazing. You know, you sound really interesting. I really want to take you out. Are you free Thursday, for mm-hmm. example? And yeah. what would your response be to that? Like, is that enough for you? Yeah. And it's contextualized in, I like you. I'm interested in you. I appreciate who you are. It's actually taking interest in you as a human being. Yeah, I would Crazy respond concept. to that, even though it wasn't hilarious. You know, I would still respond to it. No, before you would have been having some sort of banter. But let's say you're at a grocery store and you're in the pasta aisle. <laughs> what, like, oh, and you ask one. for that phone number. What, right. Like, when... When do you know you've had a spark there? You're not talking about your dog dying. You're not talking about your passions in life. You're talking about, like, Linguini. Or when so, they like, laugh. When, when they, they laugh. laugh. But that for a lot of you. guys, like they're like, oh, I made her laugh. Oh, I can ask her out now. And then it burns them because well, they yeah, don't get a response. I will say, I, I really I've like laughed you. a little bit at something like this one guy sending me just, like, gifs back and forth, yeah. which I'm laughing, but there's no connection right, there. Right. But right. it's like, oh, that was a funny gif, but I wouldn't. 
if he asked me out, I'd be like, ah, uh, no. But okay, so let's let's turn it back because he, he knows nothing about you, right? There's, it's just there's, these there's no actual goofy gifs. Well, for right. for me, I tell guys like, what? Why don't you pay attention to when you actually feel a connection to that person, rather than thinking she That's may have a, a connection yep. to me now? So then, for for both of you, and I can answer this too. Like, how do you know when you when you have a connection to somebody? Well, you have to fucking know yourself. So like, the moment is, and you notice I keep saying, "Hey, I really like you." Like I'd like to take you out, yeah. so you have to pay attention. Like, do you actually like this person? Is she gonna? And, ask but that has to be like? separated from attraction. Totally. Like, yeah. I actually like you. I actually find you interesting. There's something about you. You know, you, you, you're about something in your life. You're funny. You're loving. You're kind. You're oh, you thoughtful. like twisty noodles. You're, I like you, you like the what? tubes. Like, I'm just talking about yeah, pasta again. Anything. Yeah. Like, if there's something actually about them, you have to you have to actually like something. And the only way you can actually like something about them is if you're actually curious and ask good questions. Not like, what are your hobbies? Right. Like you can say, hobby? like we talked in another podcast about um, the 36 questions, you know, it was in the New York Times, uh, 36 questions that make someone fall in love with you. But like they're genuine, real questions. Yeah. So, you know, questions that are actually interested in who they are. Who's, so who's, who's the most meaningful person in your life? What's your happiest childhood memory? What kind you of know? pasta are you going to make tonight? What kind of pasta? What's the worst date you ever had? That's an easy one, by the way. That's the easy way to get a connection. So tell me, what's the... And you could ask those things on oh, Bumble yeah. or Tinder. I, you could say, I have noticed a lot of people are very forthcoming with like, oh, sick of Tinder, I, it's, you know, a couple nightmares. That's how you create a connection. Right. You say, I hate online dating, right? Probably like you, I hate Tinder too. Like, I had this horrible date the other night. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. All right, so that's kind of right. fun. That's yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun and cute and you can relate and connect. Yeah. I also suggest, by the way, and this is crazy because it's actually human. Um, so with, with almost every man that I, I coach who is trying to really meet somebody, um, I say, use that line online, find girls that you like, and say, hey, you probably hate online dating as much as me. I'm gathering a group of people. I have this group. We get together once a month you know, for drinks, for dinner, and I'll create single. a fucking human social group and then go online and instead of like trying to create some kind of fault, say, hey, you seem like a really cool person. Yeah, you know, and then Tinder you kicks come... you off for like trying to get business. Really? I'm just kidding. No, 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 business. Mm-hmm. And then, no, kidding, just, just for dinner, you know? And, and... Did Tinder do that to you? No, but no. I, uh, when I first started my business, I started advertising on Craigslist oh, and they're like, you're banned. So yeah. funny, wow. Um, but you say like, I have a group, I think you'd really get along. Bring a friend, guy or girl. I and love that idea. Then it's not like pressure, like you have to be on this fucking date and sit across with somebody and try to act interesting again. Yeah. You know, yeah. you create a social group. That's no, but you're also put, positioning yourself as a leader. Too, yeah, exactly. Where then you're throwing this party. You are the one who's in the position to yeah. select who you want from that group. Yeah. And you're you're creating a pool of people exactly. that you can pick that from or be friends with and go out and socialize. Just don't, you, you, know how I learned this you know how I learned this, by the from way? From me? No, not from you. From a chick. So it's really funny. Um, first of all, I always say to men, be the be the hub of the wheel rather than a spoke yes. on someone else's wheel because it's naturally authoritative and fun. So many, many years ago, I was online dating, beautiful girl. She says, hey, I'm going to be at uh, the Viceroy down in Santa Monica or Venice. Oh, my God. Does um, that even exist anymore? What? Yeah. Does yeah, that, yeah okay, still there. You just have been out. <laughs> I, I know. know. We, were, we don't get out much. Huh. Um, so, um, my friend went to Israel, yeah. not Kabbalah. Okay, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> not into I it. just saw the red string. Yeah. Um, and so she said, hey, I'm going to be down at the Viceroy. Um, why don't you meet me for a drink? I'm like, great. You know, that was easy. And so I tried. And there's like 30 people there. There's like 40 guys. Amazing. And there's two girls. Smart and I'm girl. like, What's up? And she goes, Well, you know, I just wanted to meet a lot of guys. And so she oh wanted my to do God. her own bachelorette scenario. Yeah. I think it's so genius. It was really genius, and I was like totally not. Yeah, but that's play a lot of game. pissed off guys. Oh, I was totally pissed off. I met like Who four are guys. Competing. And we went out together. We went leaving. out to dinner. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. I'm not going to compete with you know. Yeah, I, I would even I know would her. Left. She's not worth it to me yet. Yeah. Now, if she was someone I really knew, blah blah blah. But so four or five guys, we went out. We went out to dinner. Had a great time. But I was thinking, that is a really smart idea. But then really make it real. You know, make it real. Make it a, yes, make make it it a even. drinking group. Make it a, ra- a roving dinner group. 
You know, make it a hiking group. Ah, whatever. Whatever your passion is, but find the kind of girls that you actually hiking like. Hiking groups, that's perfect because you can take you them can out sweat. and murder them there. And right. sweat. And no one will know. Right. Endorphins. Right. Or, or dig holes in your basement, for perfect. example. Yes. Hey, or- why don't you all come over with paintbrushes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a body that needs burying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I have mean, a... I mean, the exterior of my house doesn't yeah, look so great, but it's a fun gonna, activity for everybody. Hilarious. No, but I, I tell that guys to that's do that, too. Like, idea. if they, I say, go on Meetup and see if there's any single groups that are in your group. Or that are yeah. in your area. If not, make one totally. because there's a need for totally. it. Obviously. And get the girls you want in your group. Like, yeah. like create the group to attract exactly what you want. Yeah. Yes. And then just only invite ugly guys so you know you'll have your pick of the litter. Yes. That's smart. That is very mm-hmm. smart. That's using your brain. But even like, okay, so we, uh, uh, Michael and Holly, who do a show out of Playboy called Swing Time, um, they Gross. had invited me to... Like their swinger community, right, right. I was very curious. About yeah, swinger community is amazing. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. But anyway, I but, was approached on on Tinder about. Oh, swinging. I like it. Do it, and I'll go with you. Oh my god, <laughs> we just no. My husband's open to it actually, but uh, um, what a not just swing to like go and like just see. And he then, is. Can I tell you something? He about- will do anything that I he want. He because we talked about this years ago, and he he was not into it. No, he would. Say, he's like, I, I would try that. Oh, wow. yeah, try the only reason he won't try yeah. is because yeah. he thinks that I wouldn't really do it. But it might turn you on. Yeah, but like he's like, well, why not? Let's go. Wow. Anyway, but I was talking about these communities. I'm like, how many ugly people are in these communities? Like, well, that's we don't what let ugly people in. Uh, in L.A., oh. there are clubs that you have to get into. Yeah, not, that's what I'm saying. And like, you have you, to be good looking. And the funny thing yeah. is, I've been. So when I was dating, I've been. And it was really fun. And I was like really scared the first time. What? I had these poor ugly people who want to swing. There's, I feel there's bad. clubs for them there's too. There's plenty of true. places. <laughs> That's true. Go on, what's it called? Swingers.com, I think. Swinger like Lifestyle a, or Lifestyle. I almost like feel that. like typing in yeah. swingers.com, I would get some sort of disease. There just are, even from my keyboard. Ah, there are parties every <laughs> night. Like the FBI would be at your doorstep <laughs> or something. There are parties every night, every weekend there are parties. Oh, plenty for awesome Whatever you look like, fine. But here's the funny thing about swinging is that everyone's so nice. Like that was the craziest thing. Know, so we wandered in. Well, they can't be a bunch of mean people who want to get laid. No, they're actually <laughs> genuinely nice people. We walked in. And we were terrified the first time, and and uh, and these couple met us at the door in these towels. Is this with your current wife? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. was with a girlfriend years okay. ago. And and we were both like kind of doing it as the first time. Here's and they a towel. And this is a couple. <laughs> you might like, get dirty. They were school teachers. They're like, hi everybody. Okay, so let me show you. Here's the lockers, and you know everyone's incredibly respectful. Wow. People are more respectful in swing clubs than they are anywhere else because yeah. there are strict rules, and usually because the they don't. Want their penis bitten off. It's not just that. <laughs> that the woman has the right and wrong. Like right. women, women has women have the say, and you Ooh. have to respect that. I actually you want to talk more about this swinging world. We have Amy Hardwick. That's uh, my expertise. On the show, it. and she is a marriage and sex therapist, right? Okay, oh, family. Th- okay, but anyway, she's going to come on the show. She's been on our show before. She is wonderful, and apparently, you know what? you're Kristen ruining really... families, though. By the way, because you're too hot to do that. The husband's going to be like, yeah, if her husband like totally walks in and sees you, he's like, she walked in. She's like, whoa, that's a hot girl. Anyway, she's going to come onto our show right after this. So, Kristen, I have to confide in you about something. My husband um, has very stinky underwear. <laughs> it's disgusting. Ew. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, it's it's after the... Mine are stinky, too, though. <laughs> it, it, it's after he wears it for the entire day, but it, it's gross. Sometimes when I pick up his laundry, it's disgusting, and I don't like it. So we actually got contacted by this company called Mac Weldon, who was toting the fact that they have underwear that is antimicrobial, I can't even pronounce that word, but you know what I'm saying, that will not smell at the end of the day and be extremely soft and comfortable. So I was like, that's BS. Send me a pair for free. Obviously, I like free stuff and we'll see what happens. So the package came last week. 
And uh, my husband tried on the underwear. He wore them all day. Did he fart in them? I'm sure he did. Uh, but by the end of the day, the underwear didn't really smell, which was wonderful. Whoa, that's amazing. I know, it was amazing. So I am going to now promote for Mack Weldon because they have saved me from having to deal with horrible stench. Um, but they also have really good, soft sweatshirts, t-shirts, sweatpants, like Ooh. lots of really great stuff at a very affordable price, which is awesome. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping, which was true. It was very easy to use their website. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that any man will ever wear. And I will tell you honestly, Everything that comes from their company is super soft. So anybody who's listening to this show, um, make sure that your underwear does not smell because if you're trying to attract women, that is not going to help you. If you're fooling around and she takes your pants off, suddenly there's a stench coming from your balls, <laughs> she's going to leave immediately. So go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code WOMEN. That's MacWeldon.com, 20% off, which is awesome, using promo code WOMEN. Thanks for listening to PlayboyRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Enjoy yourself. Oh, hello. We're, I guess we're back. My headphones are off. These short commercials now with Playboy. I don't know what's happening. Right, I I'm usually expect like eight minutes in between. Yeah. But we Enough are time to go back. To the poo. <laughs> that was bizarre. Why did I say that? <laughs> okay, Amy. It's so funny because you were listening to the first half of the show and you said two things when you walked in. I work at swingers clubs <laughs> and uh, I also just met my boyfriend on Bumble yeah, a month ago. You did. Yeah. So you can talk. So contribute <laughs> so expand, to the conversation. Expand. Well, yes. let's start with the first thing because it makes it sound pretty scandalous when I say I've, I've worked at swinger parties. But um, apparently not because they sound fantastic. This is yeah. the nicest people in you the world. They do sound it's, it's, nice people. You know, I, you as lockers, a therapist, I work in like the sex positive community. So I actually work with a lot of couples who swing or are polyamorous. Um, and I always thought it was like a kind of interesting concept. It sounds more like sex negative to me. Right. <laughs> this is all too much. Lots of, it lots is of so sex, po- sex positive. It's all about sex. Like, you know, accepting people for what they, what it's they like, want. It's like, that's they what are. our tests are too. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so sex tests negative. I, yeah. Years ago, like when I was in graduate school, I used to bartend for extra cash and I have a friend and she has her PhD in Victorian literature. So she's a professor. Her husband's a very successful guy. And then her friend is also a philosophy and theology professor. And we are the staff for this lifestyle party so we would go in and we would bartend and nobody knew we're all like academic is that what they're called or is that like a brand no 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 is that a brand what lifestyle party that you refer to the swing community and none of us had ever you know participated at all but it's a massive you know i'm I'm so curious i want to see what this like i have so many clients that are involved and so we bartend but it's interesting because they're all at these big mansions and you get there, and from 10 to 12, like, no one's really having sex. Everyone's dressed up respectfully. No one hits on the bartenders because right. everyone else the is there to have sex. So, like, why hit on us? <laughs> so nobody's disrespectful to us. And then right around midnight, I don't know if it's, like, an unspoken rule, but, like, we're at the bar downstairs, and they, there's all bedrooms upstairs. As a bartender, like, I just get bored and play on my phone for two hours because everyone goes to the rooms. Right. So, you know, once in a while, me and my, my friend who is the, you know, doctor in uh, uh, Victorian literature, we walk around and we like, like scale the walls and we're like, Hey, we're watching people have sex right now. This is awesome. And we, you know, we never participated, but we like, we watched and it's really neat because everybody is very friendly. So they do it like they don't go into their own private rooms or anything. No doors always stay open. You cannot close doors. Okay. And you know, people ask permission before they do things. And some people just stick to the couple that they, that they came with. Uh, some people expand on that. 
the couple that they came with. Oh, you, you know, like you like their partner. Like okay. if maybe it's just them and their partner, and they're having sex in a room with other people. Um, sometimes oh. people join in, but they ask permission. There's condoms everywhere and like little baskets and stuff. And then you know, me and my friend it's are like, like party. flies on the wall. <laughs> so, as a therapist, let me ask you a question: Would you say? Do you think that more people would be a part of these types of communities if it wasn't so taboo? Uh, absolutely. And I think in the communities, it doesn't feel taboo because, you know, you can choose to do it or not to do it. You can not go into a bedroom and have sex. You can eat cupcakes and sit in the living room, like whatever you want to do. Right. But I think that there is a stigma about I it a lot. I came to the swinger party for, my, for the cupcakes. Uh, that's actually I what I do. They have the best they have cupcakes. cupcakes. <laughs> I, I eat cupcakes I and cookies. Cupcakes. <laughs> it's great. And I make and coffee. And free drinks, apparently. Yeah. So. yeah so. That's how they actually advertise. There's a buffet. Like yeah. they'll say, there's a buffet. Really? Right. Carrot sticks and cookies from Trader Joe's. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah. Oh it's, it's really interesting. And a lot of the people are pretty high functioning from my experience as a therapist and my research functioning human beings high functioning human beings like typically educated typically that's an interesting interesting (laughs) way to phrase it well I'm sure you're in a room full of people with Asperger's (laughs) well I mean that could be the case that would be very interesting but no that's not right not not that I'm knocking Asperger's at all but just high functioning is an interesting way to phrase it lawyers like (laughs) working professionals typically with education the majority of the time seem to be Caucasian in their 30s and early 40s generally slightly better looking than average white people be freaky it, it's true. It's it's a very homogenized. Well, the grouping. reason I ask this question is because I have a girlfriend of mine um, who, in her last relationship, had been exposed to the open world mm-hmm. of a relationship. And at the time, she wasn't really into it, but her boyfriend was very into it. Mm-hmm. She jumped on board with it, wasn't on board with it. Uh, but now that she's single and getting back into dating, she realizes that this is actually an important part mm-hmm. of her and that. She she wants to be in a heavily committed relationship that still understands that she's sexual and wants to be free when she wants to be free, but still be the most giving, loyal girlfriend. And she's meeting men on Bumble and on Tinder. And when she does bring this up to men, and she, she fully elaborates and explains it, uh, most of these Actually, all of these men that she's dated have a very hard time with it and don't want that. And so she was saying, I don't even know where to go and meet men who would be okay with this and be normal people. But I'm really surprised there's not a Bumble or Tinder for that specifically. There has to be. There has to be. That sounds more extreme than what she's looking for, though. But I guess it's not actually. there's a level of openness there. I mean, it's not black and white. It's not like you know, a free for all or you're like, you know, committed monogamous, only black and white situation. Asian. You know, there's <laughs> sometimes there's there's, you lucky. know, gray areas in between. So what she's describing is like monogamish, <laughs> like right. mostly monogamous. But, you know, sometimes she might want to have an experience, whatever that might I be. I love that phrase. Monogamish. That's a word that's used really? a lot in open communities. Yeah, that's, so. from, that's from uh, what's his but name? I, I actually mm-hmm. I actually yeah. think that. If more people were honest in their relationships mm-hmm. about their needs, like even with my husband, mm-hmm. like I think he he would like have th- threesomes. He's not going to go after it because he. He's not and I, well, in most countries, it's, if you travel the world, it's so common. By the way, yeah. it's such an American. But, it's like, but he'll always but say to open. me, I, 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 "I, yeah, I would be into it if you really wanted it." But if, but he's like, until you really want it, I'm going to close that door. So it's interesting that he has this desire and want, but and we're talking about it openly, but he's not going after that. So in some in some way, maybe there is a little bit of suppression for him because he's maybe. not getting to explore that. But side also, of him. the desire is totally normal. I was talking to 
somebody recently and they were saying how, you know, when they're in relationships, sometimes they think about other people and in their current relationship, they're not thinking about other people and that's how they know it's good. Well, you know, I was married before and, and when I was married, I, of course I had desires for other people and of course I had little crushes. Did I hang around those people, voice that and put myself right. in positions that were risky and playing with fire? Absolutely not. But even if you're in a relationship, you might have little crushes or desires and that's totally normal. It's what do you do with that? Right. Because it's normal. Um, so I think people have desires or interests in threesomes or sexual, you know, escapades or, or, or experiences. But, you know, you have to weigh out the consequences. Is this healthy for me? Is this something I want? Like, I work in all these sex-positive communities. I'm very educated on these things. I speak about them. I work with clients in all these communities. And I'm very much a monogamous person. Um, of course, I've thought about these things. But for me, it doesn't work with my life. And that's totally right. fine. So how, how soon would you recommend that people bring this up to oh, other right people away. that they're dating? Right away. I mean, first, second date. Because if this is something that you define as a part of yourself, especially something that you yeah. need or want, yeah. you need to talk about that. You know, do you I, read? Do you read? It is kind of like having herpes. Like you that? need, they need to know. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe that's like a second or third day. <laughs> and it's about truth. I mean, this the friend of mine, Reed Mihalka, who's a great sex educator. He's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. He has this great phrase: "Date your species." Yeah. Like date your species. Let them know. No dogs, no cats. Yeah. Within within <laughs> I the would human date my species. Cat. I would like too. let people know what your kinks are, what's interesting to you. Early. I think I mean I'll put it all on the table. Why waste time if there's something you need right. or something that is is black and white you know you cannot have. Um, you know, it's, and that might be like things about your life like if you have a child or if you have herpes or you need to like be tied or to a sex. So <laughs> or child with herpes, exactly. Yeah. Well let, let let's go to Bumble because you just said that you met yeah, so, yeah, Your it's interesting because as a therapist, I work with people. I have a lot of young clients that are dating. And I think if you look up on a therapist directory, all the therapists, they, everybody has their pictures. Usually they're taken in front of bushes or trees. Mine is not. Or the book. Uh, yeah, like it's all very. I'm serious. Yeah. I don't want to see I like stuff. nature. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of calm. And uh, yeah, so. I look a little bit younger than some of the other therapists, so I think I attract a younger clientele. And a lot of my clients are in their 20s and 30s. A lot of them are dating or having a hard time with dating. So I help people with their profiles and how to in- engage and interact in an authentic way for them. Um, and, you know, I am I was dating for a while. And, you know, I was on Bumble uh, for about a year. And, you know, it's awkward when you see all your friends on there. And oh, yeah. I've seen so many people I know. And you're like, left, left. Yeah. Is that weird if you, like one of your clients comes up and you're like, oh. And you just left, left. So never That's right. so I, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just like being <laughs> – right, I use exactly. the analogy a lot, and I think this applies to everything you guys were saying earlier. It's just like being at a bar. Like you could go to a bar and see a client, a coworker somebody that had a crush on you and you don't have to talk to them. It's right. just like being at a bar. Hey, how's it going? I'm not interested. So, you know, I was on Bumble. I went on just a, a very small handful of dates. None were bad, but I'm also good at screening people out. None were nightmares. Um, What's your screening process? Uh, you know, I'll just talk a little bit back. What do they do for a living? Like, what's a little bit of their background? Um, you know, I'm sober. I don't drink. So I'm not going to go out with somebody that wants to go hang at bars. Like, already that weeds out a lot of people. Okay. Um, I prefer they like heavy metal and cats. That's really important to me. Wow. You don't mean the Broadway play, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I do love the Broadway play. <laughs> the, 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 the heavy metal version of cats. Mr. Mistopheles. Metallica. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I went out with a guy on, on Bumble right away. I had, like, you know, I liked him. He was really great. And we've. We're we're official, yay! After about like six seven weeks now, and uh, so now that so wait, so now that you like you have your filter on, and there's like four guys left on Bumble, yeah. Um, 
what what does this like what how did the interaction go between the two of you and what made it jump from okay I like everything about you on paper to I actually like you let's yeah. go out well to be honest like you know he he looked kind of rock and roll and he was really nice and he liked coffee and <laughs> like I know. Like, I'm really simple. I'm like, do you like coffee and heavy metal? Let's, let's go on a date. I thought it was um, cats. Yeah. Well, I Poor also cats. cats. cats he accepts okay. my cat. He's into my cat because okay. that could be a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. I would um, not accept cats. Yeah. Sorry. No yeah. Cats. So, um, so. To both of you. you so the, the, the interests were lined up. He was really cute. He was attractive. He didn't say anything. I mean, guys say really douchey things pretty quickly. So. What was it? What, like what? what? What are douchey things that people have said to you? Oh, gosh. Oh, you're a sex therapist? What does that mean? Do you like sex? I mean, just really. <laughs> no, I hate it. That's what are your hobbies? And I said, <laughs> like, I, I don't even mind that because that's like reminds me of things like somebody that's awkward would say, like, I don't know what to say. What are your hobbies? Like, right. oh, okay, you're just socially awkward. Um, so I, he liked some of the things I like, but I think you should meet somebody right away. You know, don't go back and forth. Don't sit on the app too long. But what's so, right away? So, t- so explain like in that. two weeks. Like we had a little banter. Right away. <laughs> You're longer than me. Good thing I asked you to define because right away for me years, is like. You should really go on a date. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a few banter pieces back and forth. Okay, he's not a big drinker. He doesn't hang at bars. We like some of the same interests. All right, let's meet for a coffee. And I found out that's better because I've gone on dates where it's like a dinner and it's a nightmare. And you're like, please let this like, end. I'm only on my yeah, salad. I've realized that dinner is not the way to go. I did it once. It was the worst date I've had so far. And I've been on probably like six date, six bumble dates or something. Each one that's that we've I've had besides that has been just drinks. And I'm yeah. just so thankful because you can kind of piece you right need out. Like something where it could be like an hour and there's an out. Yeah. I feel like if you know somebody before and you have some sort of connection to them that you where you haven't met well, on Tinder, Tinder or Bumble, then you can go dinner's for Dinner's great. Dinner. Yeah, but like a, oh, yeah, it's essentially this. a blind date. So I met him. No, it is. He seemed nice <laughs> right away. He was polite. Like, I wish I was blind date. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so, with some of the guys have gone away. And then we went to dinner yes. on our, our second date, yeah. which was fine. But yeah, we had things in common. He had a great personality. He was polite. He was a gentleman. Um, you know, he was able to have a good conversation. He communicated well. He was, but I think, were you continuing think, to screen oh, while I'm, oh, on I'm the still date? Screening. But so what does that mean? So like <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like what what does that mean? Are you Testing. I hate the word testing. I'm, well, I'm just but like, what does out, that mean by screen? Do, do our, do our values people. match? And that's what I mean by screen. Do okay. we match up or do our values and our, our the way we see the world and what we want in life, does it match up? Because if it does how do you make sure that you see those things? I just ask all the time. You know, ask all the time. And, and this Give me an example. What are you asking? For uh, ex- Well, I was like, you know, I'm sober. I don't drink. I don't want to be around bars. He said I'm allergic to alcohol. I said, great. Was he serious? Let's get yes. Married. He's, yeah. He's oh, allergic how funny. to alcohol. I'm like, deep inside, I'm like, yeah. yes, this is perfect. So were you, I find for me so far, what's the most important thing is connection but then number two is feeling attracted oh, because yeah. i've gone out on a couple dates with these guys that are like adorable and nice just but i'm just it. not attracted not to them attracted. yeah you can't force that you can't force it no, so did if you, you feel... know if you know right away if you're on a date and you're like because i've went on dates where people are conventionally attractive and i'm like i am not just still like not you can try to imagine what, do i want there. to make out with right. this person right and if the thought is oh my god not at all do you know i felt really don't. bad once i went out with this woman and she was great on every level mm-hmm. she was like she was a psychologist she was mm-hmm. an adventurer are you talking about me <laughs> she had big hands <laughs> that's how you know <laughs> that's what big hands like et she had giant hands it's like a seinfeld that's joke, seinfeld yeah it was real she had these she big had man, man hands. hands man hands i'm not even kidding and it was a turn off right you couldn't be well then you know then you know i mean there's no shortage of people if you don't feel it or there's a thing right Right away, cut your losses. Shake hands. Great meeting you. Maybe I was you could afraid be cool. to shake her hand in this case. Oh, <laughs> maybe like a maybe like a 
like a shoulder bump or something. <laughs> bump. I don't know. <laughs> like a head bump, head butt. It's sad sometimes <laughs> when you really like somebody you're not attracted to them. That happens. Yeah, that, you know, that's happened with me too. I've met these great guys. I went on a date where a guy took me back to his place and no action, but he did show me his Magic the Gathering card collection. Oh my God. And I'm friends with him still because I thought of that course was you are. Is he like seven friends years with him old? Forever. <laughs> is he like a nephew? <laughs> I, I went out with a guy. Come look at um, my baseball card. Magic game. I went out with a guy this week or last week and he had, he was very, it was surprising. He was very effeminate. And it struck me because he didn't look like he would be effeminate. Mm. But as soon as he started talking, I was like, oh, my God, this guy is very, like, effeminate. And so I was trying to want to I was I wanted to be attracted to him because he was cute and he was tall and he whatever. All these different things where I was like, I want to be attracted to this guy. Um, and then I saw all I want to do was go shoe shopping with him. Right. Take your dick out of that guy's ass and talk to me. <laughs> I know. And so I was like, I brought a strap on. He's like, perfect. Um, what? but, uh, he had, <laughs> he had a tattoo here on his arm and I found that really attractive. And when I brought it up, that was kind of me trying desperately to like feel attracted to him. Cause I think tattoos are sexy. And so I was like, I was like, is that your only tattoo? And he was like, oh no. And like, he just kind of like flung his body to where I was like, this guy is very, f-, and I could not make myself attracted to him. And he's been texting me still. And I just want to say to him, you did nothing to tr- build attraction at all. Sexual attraction. But somebody might be attracted to that. Somebody just might. Not you. Somebody right. might be like, I love how he flails his body around. I love how feminine he is. Like a, I know a, a guy dominant who's woman. I love how he flaps around like a fish. Right. But, but it just doesn't work <laughs> for like you. Fish. And that's okay. Like you want somebody that's going to be a little more masculine. Somebody that's going to have that chemistry. More with I know a lot of women who date men who are very effeminate. Yeah, it's, it's and a they're thing. okay with it. But, but I, let me ask. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask both of you because uh, you're coaches. If you are working with somebody who's just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why girls don't like me. Do you this tell them it too. could be because you come across as... I might name that because I think as a therapist, yeah. we always want to stay authentic in the room. So I might name, you know, you present this way, but that's not a bad thing. It's about finding somebody who likes that. So if you go out with women who want a masculine sounding man, that man, that's not going to work. Like for you, like, like you're not attracted to that and that's totally fine but it's getting in front of people that maybe do like that or maybe putting that on your profile like people might say i'm more of a feminine man but i'm definitely you know into women so you can name those I things don't know how many women are going to say oh, oh i know a lot are, of women sure. like that. i have a lot of dominant women female yeah. friends that love a, a more yeah. feminine man that maybe doesn't identify as bisexual or, or homosexual but that okay. is just that a more feminine that. could totally work you know there are plenty man. of relationships where the woman goes out makes the money she's the tough guy and right. he stays home raises the kids i have it a happens. friend she's it's a dominatrix and she dates a guy and he's totally feminine and he's a very successful guy and in their relationship she is the boss and you can see it in between them she's very effeminate paints his nails and she looks like dominatrix snow white like right. and she's a good balance for she's kind of like a wrestler too well but, so, so michael yeah. who was on our show uh last week uh, he was one of the first person i ever uh, people i said that to oh right right because I, at first... He must have gotten hit in the head and got that accent thing. Something. Because you said his voice sounded, changed. I could again. not get over it, how different he sounded. But um, I, when I first started coaching and people would talk like that, I kind of I said to myself... You got to name it. But yeah, but I wasn't doing... I'm not like yeah. a therapist, right? So for me, I was just like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say anything because... Somebody out there is going to like that. I want to work on other things within you because mm-hmm. this is who you are. So right. I want you to own that. But I wouldn't say that to them. Mm-hmm. And then I started saying to him, you know, to, to me, the way that you present yourself comes across as like a little feminine. And Michael was the first person that I, I said that to. And 
he didn't want to come across that way because he, oh. he actually viewed himself as very masculine. He did CrossFit. He like did very physical. Like he's like I I am a masculine man. I didn't know that I was coming across that way, and I. I gave him tips on how to work with his voice, and then like he came onto our show um, last week, and he was like his voice was just totally different. He was like a totally different person. So you were authentic. You named it for him, but he didn't want to present that way, and he was unaware of it. Right. That's actually really great because sometimes people are aware of it, and it's not a problem. But if they're not. Right. I had a client who didn't know why he couldn't make friends. And he's like, I don't know why no one wants to hang out with me. I have no friends. I feel very isolated. But he would like pick his nose in front of me. He would pick his butt crack. He'd use my bathroom and leave toilet paper on the floor. My dream guy. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I wouldn't want to be friends with this guy either. And so I would make a point every session when he was doing these things just to like mention one thing. I was like, oh, you know, I'm noticing you're doing this right now. I bet if you're in a group of friends, that might make somebody feel uncomfortable. Um, so I would just want to name that that's going on. And he had no idea he was doing these things really? and then he became more aware of it. So I think naming things is great because sometimes it's not a problem. And sometimes people are just unaware that they're doing things that could push away, whether it's friends or a potential mate or somebody that, that they want to date. So that's interesting. Yeah. For me, I like with the guy that I met, like, I'm just such a sucker. It's just so weird. But, like I love responsibility and I love like when people are really clean because I'm messy, like my whole life, like my apartment's like old antique books piled up everywhere it's like it's terrible any chance they're between uh 1900s and 1949 these yeah i do i have a lot of i collect a lot of old books about sexuality and medical studies (laughs) i've got like taxidermy everywhere like i mean my place is disturbing Uh, but it's stuff everywhere so when i i would hate this guy's like really clean he's really responsible i would marry him yeah, <laughs> like you could lick his bathroom floor with your tongue and it'd be oh. probably safe. And I'm like, this is, wow, this is so impressive. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like really like w- well-groomed and stuff. And it just, you know, I, I at this age, I, I love that. I think that's great. So that was like my biggest turn. It's awesome. But so, hey, so let's go back to the guy who like picks his ass crack in front of people. So how how do people who don't have access to a therapist get that information from people that are Well, I think them? like having an honest friend or they can, you know, find a coach even online, whether it's somebody they're meeting in person or somebody they're online Skyping with. There's so many people available for dating and dating help because that's just basic presentation and authenticity. We're not diving deep into psychoanalysis here. It's you are picking your nose in front of people in public. People aren't going to want to hang out with you, and they're probably not going to want to make out with you unless they have like a booger fetish. And like, right. I don't know anyone with that. So I mean, there could be. There could be. There probably. I know someone. a lot of five year olds who'd be very <laughs> into this guy. Show. Anyway, Adam and Amy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I wish you. we could have you on for longer. I looked it's over like and, the, and t- the time was up. But Amy, please tell people how to get in contact. Yeah, with you. well, you can uh, you can find me on all the social medias as Dr. Amy Harwick. Amy is A M I E. Last name is Harwick. H A R W I C K. So hard work. Harwick, no D. Everybody wants to put the D in there. No D. Hard. (laughs) Everyone wants to put the D in there. If you know what I mean. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I hate myself. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Dr. Amy Harwick. It's also my website. Um, And I have a book, The New Sex Bible for Women, that's about intimacy and, yeah. Intimacy and self-esteem, sexual self-esteem and education for women. You can also catch me on the season going on right now of Braxton Family Values. Awesome. uh, As a therapist and then also just as a sex educator. So... It'll be interesting. Amazing. And Adam's a lot. I know that you have an amazing program that is out. We have 30 seconds to wrap this up. But winggirlmethod.com slash, what do we want to call it? Slash me. Slash boldness. No, I've had that for you already. Oh, for online? online I don't know. What did you want slash to Slash Adam G. Uh, yeah, Adam G. We'll put us No, I have that already. Oh, All right. Give me something else one. that's more authentic. How about, 
Uh, wow. Oh, oh yes. Unique. Uh, this is about how to inspire love. Just say inspire love. Okay. Wingrowmethod.com slash inspire love. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Pleasure. Kristen. We'll see you guys next week.